Hey guys, it's uh, it's me, Gareth. Um, you may have noticed. I would hope that there wasn't a uh, standard Game Central podcast this week. Uh, we were going to organise the weekend, but then I was busy on Saturday, and no one really got in touch on Sunday. So that was that. But hopefully this week. Um, but that's not what this is about. If you are listening to this, you've probably already seen the title of this little mini episode, uh, in which I give you my thoughts on uh, ukulele which comes out as I'm releasing this today the 11th of April um, I haven't completed it This that's why I'm not going to call this a review um, but you know they sent me a, a copy before release which is always awesome I'm really appreciative of so I thought the least I could do would be to just get my thoughts uh, out as the game launches um and so that's what I'm going to do. So this is me talking about ukulele. So I guess first off, um, I didn't back the Kickstarter. Um, it was kickstarted <laughs> um, by people who made Banjo-Kazooie. And basically them saying, we want to make Banjo-Kazooie. But we can't make Banjo-Kazooie because we don't own Banjo-Kazooie. So we want to basically make Banjo-Kazooie without Banjo-Kazooie. So they made ukulele. Which is instead of a bear, it's a lizard, and instead of a bird, it's a bat. Um, but apart from that, this game is so Banjo Kazooie, it's kind of crazy. Um, and I don't know, I have conflicting feelings on it because I played Banjo Kazooie on the N64 and I really enjoyed it, I had a lot of charm, I had a lot of going for it. Um, I mean, it was on the same platform as Mario 64 and still managed to stand out. So, you know, history has fallen on the good graces of Banjo-Kazooie. And so have I. I really enjoy that game. I never completed Banjo-Kazooie either. I felt like maybe I was shit at games at that age, but Banjo-Kazooie was always hard, in my opinion. I don't know why. Um, looking back, maybe I was something to do with <laughs> some of the things I'll say about ukulele that I just don't remember in my retro uh, rose-tinted glasses. But for all intents and purposes, this is Banjo-Kazooie. The graphics are very reminiscent, even though obviously graphics have proje- progressed a lot since then. And this is a very pretty game. Bright colours everywhere. Um, some decent-looking... Uh, character models and everything everything is clearly a lot of work has gone into everything uh, the music is you would swear this music comes from banjo kazooie like obviously i know it's done by the same uh, composer but still it just sounds it, that guy either he's been making banjo kazooie songs in his head for the past 20 years or I don't know, maybe they did genuinely just take the songs from Mandro Kazooie and I've forgotten, but it is an absolutely perfect, no perfect, just representation of the music from Banjo Kazooie. I think I'm, I'm going to put some at the end of this review as well. No, it's not a review <laughs> of these thoughts as well. I'm just going to stick a bit of music from Ukulele at the end so you can hear it. You'll swear it's from Banjo Kazooie. I promise it's not. It's from your Ukulele soundtrack. Um, but. 
it's kind of no more, no less than that for me. It is Banjo-Kazooie. If you have a shit ton of reverence for Banjo-Kazooie, either you'll love this because it's essentially more of what you already like, or you'll be like, well, this is just ripping off Banjo-Kazooie, which is precious to me. Um, It gets into this whole argument of, can you rip off your own work? You know, um, which is maybe a more interesting argument to have than I'm willing to have at 20 to midnight on a Monday. Um, But I could see it going uh, either of those ways for a lot of people. For me, I think it was I was a bit more in the camp of like, okay, you're doing what you already did. It's yep, this is exactly Banjo Kazooie. You did it again. Good job. Um, not to say I didn't enjoy it, but I'm going to go into some more specifics. As I've uh, been playing the game again, I keep stating <laughs> this, but I've not completed it. Um, so as I've been playing the game, I've just been noting down um, things that I like, things I don't like. I will say up top, more that I don't like than I do like. Um, and obviously, these are just my thoughts. No one else on the podcast um, was able to get a code early. I was the lucky one. Um, and also, should add, I've been playing it on PC, so whatever you assign that meaning towards, then take it as well. Um, first thing I want to say is that c- the controls, um, they feel very loose to me. Sort of, the word I keep coming back to in my own head is very sloppy. Um, but s- it's still kind of satisfying to play. I don't know how else um, to sort of explain that. The movement... Um, when there's no sort of precision necessary, the movement's enjoyable. Your character animates really well, and it's like it's a bat bouncing around on a lizard's head. But the two, the two seem to work together uh, fairly well. Um, but then when it, you come to precision, like you know, it's a platformer. Making any kind of precision jump, the jump is floaty and imprecise. And any time it was like, oh, you're going to have to do something that requires. Even the tiniest fucking bit of skill right now. I was a bit like, ooh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm feeling it. Um, also, the hitboxes for collectibles specifically um, feels off. It's like they're way too strict for as like, <laughs> happy go lucky and brightly coloured as this game looks. Um, some very fucking precise uh, positioning needed. So, for example, there's a racing minigame and uh, in the middle of the race you have to pick up butterflies to sort of recharge your speed meter it's not called that Um, and there were times where I was 100% positive I was perfectly lined up with a butterfly and instead I just was right past it and I don't know how else to explain it but to say that felt wrong. It, it didn't feel like I had fucked up. This is the very first fucking race in the game. This is basically the tutorial race where it's like, hold up on the stick and you're probably going to beat the fucking AI. But it just didn't... Nothing clicked. Um, Like, there was a bit... This isn't necessarily picking things up, but again, another example of the sloppiness and the impreciseness... And there's a bit where there's like a some fire spewing out, and I went to jump over it, and I double jumped over it, camera positioned perfectly, double jumped over it, and I still 
hit it. And it's not like, you know, the fire was high and I was trying to do something I shouldn't have been able to do. It was just like a some fire coming out at a reasonable height. I went to double jump over it. At the peak of my jump, I hit the fire and died. Um, it's little things like that, man. In a platforming game where they want you to explore, you know, they're barring the way with some fire and you're supposed to manoeuvre around it. But when everything feels so sloppy and imprecise, it's just it's more frustrating than it is rewarding. And this coming in a year of, you know, the legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which that game wants you to fucking explore every nook and cranny and gives you all the tools to do so as easily as possible. This game is just like, it's a pretty small level, mate. You want to go up there? Fuck you. There's a tiny bit of fire, which we're going to fuck you with. Um, So all of that contributes to the game feeling imprecise. And again, the word that just keeps popping into my head, sloppy. Um, I've already mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it again. Presentation is fucking outstanding. Very pretty game, bright colours. Um, the character models of the two main characters, for what they are, are quite good. Um, but when you compare them to Banjo and Kazooie, I think again. Personally, for me, Banjo and Kazooie have like a really iconic look. They don't look like any other game characters have looked. Whereas Yuka and Laylee. There's nothing special about them. You look at them and they could be ripped from any number of hundreds of games. Um, and that's a shame. They animate really well, um, but there's just no personality there. There's there's nothing to make you look at the lizard and the bat and say, those are iconic characters. No. They're just fucking plain and boring and... While the game is pretty and sounds like Banjo-Kazooie, if that's good or bad, is to be judged by you, um, there's just not really a huge amount of personality there for me, which is a shame, because clearly they've tried so hard, so hard to shove a bunch of personality into everything. But I think they've tried too hard, and it shows it's, it's that kid who's always forcing the joke instead of letting it flow naturally in your high school who you fucking hated and you know the fucking one the one who will just come up to you and be like hey the, the, here's the joke about the thing yeah was it was it funny was it no it wasn't funny it never was and I hated you uh, <laughs> but that's the kind of thing it's trying unbelievably hard I understand why these people have been waiting to make this game for decades they wanted to make more Banjo and they weren't allowed so they were like we're going to make our own but man the, the writing in this game and it pops up the writing pops up just like it did in Banjo character's head pops up and you hear a little a little noise like they're talking or whatever I'm really bad at noises and some text will pop up on the screen but the writing oh it for every for every one joke that actually lands as not being terrible, there are ten that you just like ugh, ugh, <laughs> rolling your eyes at. One joke hey, here's a joke. That appears in this game. You walk up to a cloud with a racing hat on 
and you speak to it and it's like, oh, I want to challenge you to a race because I've got a racing hat on. And the main character says, cloud-based racing, that's so next gen. And that's probably the best joke that I've seen in the game so far. I think they made the racing character a cloud just for that joke. Uh, and it's still not that good. Uh, there are a bunch of characters in the game. Uh, fucking too many. There's like a polygonal T-Rex that is in charge of a arcade machine that has tiny little um, mini games on. Uh, there's uh, there's like a fucking vending machine that's got a, a woman's face. It's called like Vendy, right? Because that's the name. Uh. Um, there's a guy who's like one of the bad guys but with a top hat on who's like do a shooting gallery and you're like nope um, the aforementioned cloud with a helmet on hey race me nope not gonna do that <laughs> you know play my arcade game fuck you shitty T-Rex um, side games coming out the arse and it, if you're like me where those are the last thing you want to fucking do in any fucking game just cause 3 hey do you want to do a quick race and at the end of it you could get an upgrade for your no I don't want to fucking do that I want to play the actual fucking game Grand Theft Auto hey take part in a street race and we'll give it nope I ain't taking part in none of that shit fuck you let me do the bits I want to do don't force me to do shit I don't want to do because of a reward like ugh it seems like they ran out of ideas for the platformy bits and then they were like shit we've got so few new ideas we've made we made banjo kazooie we made banjo tooie we even made a fucking create your own vehicle racing game with banjo in it and we're out of ideas i know fucking billions of mini games tons of characters who are like do a race for us shooting gallery arcade games and I just don't want to touch any of that shit with a 10 foot barge pole and man this is such a pet peeve of mine in any game just cause 3 kind of gets away with it because the things that you earn for doing those challenges it's actually meaningful and makes the game more fun um, but in this game you're just earning more of the collectible which that's not incentive at all um so that was very very uh very irritating for me uh let me see what my next note is so i said at the start this game is banjo kazooie it's not the same characters but for all intents and purposes this just is banjo kazooie and because of that, everything feels really like hollow and lifeless. Um, kind of like, you know, in Men in Black, where, where the, uh, the ship lands, the spaceship crashes even, not lands, at that farm. And that guy goes out there and he's like, huh, what's going on out here? And the alien rips his skin off and wears it. That's how ukulele feels. It feels like it ripped off Banjo's skin and it's wearing it round. And it's like, hey, look, look, everyone, I'm Banjo. And you're like, no, 
you're not you're not banjo and it's like no look look i look exactly like it i i sound exactly like banjo everyone and you just look at it and it's just like kind of like feels a bit cheap and gross like did you ever go to newgrounds or another flash uh, game website and play like a flash version of super mario bros that someone had made and did you feel a little bit gross and a little bit like ugh what the fuck am I doing? This is this is just a Super Mario Bros. ripoff somebody made to see if they could make a Flash game. This is kind of a similar feeling I get playing ukulele. Maybe it's me. Maybe I had a weird experience with Flash games in my teens. But ukulele to me feels hollow and lifeless. And when I'm playing it, I feel kind of cheap and gross. Like... Somehow I'm cheating on Banjo Kazooie with its uglier sister. I don't know. That's maybe maybe a weird analogy. <laughs> but yeah, it feels because it's just such a blatant copy of Banjo Kazooie. It just doesn't have its own personality. Um, any personality it tries to go for just doesn't come off because you know exactly where that personality came from um and what makes it even more irritating um for example with what i was saying earlier about the mini games and how there's a shitload of them and i hate that so there's a bit right that i first experienced quite early on and it really soured me on the game there's a bit where in order to progress you have to take part in a quiz Another mini game. Um, you have to do this quiz. You have no choice. You have to answer, I think it's 10 questions in a row correctly. Um, you, know, you get three lives to get them wrong, but if you don't answer the questions correctly, you've got to start again. And when your main characters learn that they have to do a quiz, one of them says, well, I guess all the uh, budget clearly went on the boss battles. And it's like, right, just because you're fucking saying it doesn't mean it's okay. You can fucking say, oh, this quiz is going to be shit. And then when it is, it doesn't... I'm not like, oh, you're so clever for putting a shit quiz in the game and telling me it's shit. <laughs> no, it's just fucking irritating. And it does this a, f- a fucking few times. Like, when I say a few times, I mean constantly. Like, for example, there's a character um, who you come across who's like a pig knight, right? And... Your character walks up to it and you're like, Hey, you're a pig and you got some food in your hand. Well, let me guess, you have a very insensitive name. And he's like, Hello, Sir Eats a Lot here. And your character's like, Knew it. It's like, Right, but you named the character. So it's not like. Like, if I walked up to this game and said, But this guy's got an insensitive name, then it popped up his name was Sir Eats a Lot, then fair enough. But if you, it's like, if I named my child Sir Eats a lot, and then fed him a, a bunch, and then took him to a party, and someone was like, "What's your kid's name?" and I'm like, "Sir Eats a lot," and the person's like, "Way no," because I fucking named him that. I manufactured the entire joke from scratch, so it's not funny. It's just irritating. It's like, it's this level of humour that you expect from an N64 game, right? And it's just... 
it's just there and it's not doing anything new like literally nothing about ukulele feels like it's from 2017 think about how far games have come since Banjo-Kazooie on the N64 right it's more than just graphics it's more than just sound quality there's like we've turned corners on so many different genres and there's so much interesting stuff you could say about a 3D platformer now and instead all they've done is just made an old one and constantly been like Hey, Banjo is a bit like Banjo-Kazooie. There's even a thing in the game that's just called the N64. Like, yeah. So, I'm I'm not the world's biggest Banjo fan. I enjoyed that game when I was a kid. But even so, this game still left me feeling kind of gross. And like, oh God. Like, I don't even hold Banjo in that higher regard. But I was still really put off by a lot of what this game's doing. Again, presentation, very pretty game, sounds the fucking spitting image of Banjo-Kazooie, it's like uncanny what Grant Kirkhope has done, again, he is an absolute genius, you just can't compare him uh, to really anything else going on in games right now, Um, but just it turned me off at kind of every other turn it possibly could. Controls, sloppy. Writing, sloppy. Personality, nope, none of that. Uh, No story, obviously, to speak of. Collectible, it's just collectibles, that's all it is. Um, You can unlock new skills by buying them, which is interesting. I, I genuinely think that's novel. Forces you to explore the environments to find currency to buy the moves. Um, And the moves... Uh, essential to progress at least um that admittedly i've not played the whole game as i've said um but the moves that i've found so far seem to be fun and different um no more fun or different than the moves you have from the start in banjo kazooie but still you got you know the carrot on the stick has to be something that isn't just a carrot so that's my kind of impressions of ukulele. Um, I don't mean to sound so negative, but just for whatever reason, those all those things just grated against me, like a cheese grater against me. Um, that being said, the game I believe is thirty quid, so you know it's cheap. Well, compared to other games, it's cheap, and I think you know in a few months time or even like towards the end of the year when it's maybe like 15 quid I actually think you could get a lot of mileage out of it obviously tons to collect big game lots to explore Um, and if you were a big banjo fan and you just want more banjo I I would actually recommend this now go get it today 30 quid just go and treat yourself if you are genuinely a diehard banjo fan you'll it'll hit that center of your brain that's nostalgia and just you'll you'll love it if you're a banjo fan i not that big a banjo fan so yeah i think that's a a good place to end on if you're a banjo fan get it if not wait maybe look on some youtube videos and just have a look
to see if it's for you. I am, however, going to leave you with the best part of the game. And I don't think anyone could even dispute that. Even if you fucking love ukulele, you're going to admit that the best part is the soundtrack from Grant Kirkhope. So, I hope you've uh, enjoyed slash tolerated slash listened to this mini episode in which I talk about ukulele. And this is me leaving you in the capable hands of Grant Kirkhope with the soundtrack from Ukulele. Ah, go on then. One more for you. Enjoy. <laughs>